0: Hit the lights.
1: You've discovered the Half Watt Podcast. We want to educate and entertain by tapping into the most trusted source of new technology, the ones installing and innovating it. You, the tradespeople that build from the ground up. Join us as we talk with industry leaders, veteran contractors, and even some young blood.
0: Welcome aboard. Today, I'm honored to have in the studio with me, Colton Reyes. Hi, Colton. Hi, Mike. What's going on, gangster? Not not a whole lot. Nice. But I'm, I'm, I'm honored to be here. I appreciate you stopping by. So, just so that everybody who doesn't know Colton, and you all should by this point, uh, I met Colton, you were a student? Yeah. You were a student, and you were working for, I think, Point Monitor at that point.
1: Yes, the the first class that I took was your specialized consorts class, and I was uh, in my latter half of my first year. Yeah, yeah.
0: And you were still, and you were working for PM at the time. Yep. Awesome, and you had this uh, propensity to want to do fire. Yes. Which, I don't know where you come up with that. Like, whatever. <laughs> it's, it's rare, I guess. <laughs> Uh, and then you went from uh, so point monitor. You got your your base training there on wire pulling and and terminations and such. Yes. And then you went to Allied. Yeah. And Allied was I had done some business with Allied when I worked at United. Those they they did our keys and stuff. I knew Tom. Mm-hmm. Lock Bryce, and safe side. Yeah. Lock and safe side. Yeah. And uh, and then uh, you were actually doing really well there. And then then yeah. something so, what changed at Allied? I forgot.
1: Well, I I, I journeyed out at Allied, Mm -hmm. so I got to finish the apprenticeship program there. Um, And then uh, I basically was told to just do everything you can and be the best technician you can be. And I did. I, I, you know, shot for the moon and Mm -hmm. tried to learn everything I could and uh, tried to be as efficient as possible um, and just make sure that everything was quality. Yeah. Um, because we also did our own service and I didn't want to have to go back <laughs> to, to, a, want to another <laughs> you know, site that I just did, you know, one, within 90 days.
0: You were installing Silent Night there, but also there was other, you were, you did some DM, did you do DM, DMP at that point?
1: Yes. Okay. So yeah. they
0: were a big DMP dealer.
1: Yeah. They, a decent sized. They, they weren't like huge. Uh, I guess they were classified level two. Mm-hmm. Um, but they did uh Silent Night, Potter, um, Firelight. Mm-hmm fire systems, and then we also did DMP uh, for security and access control, as well as Brevo for access control, and we did some uh, Honeywell Vista panels. I remember the Vistas. Yeah, Yeah, so... We talked about that a couple of times. Yeah, Vista 20s, Vista 128s, 250s, Berg only, fire combos, all of that.
0: Nice. So that gives you a pretty good base from them, and then I know that that they were bought by another company, and then they they, they went away.
1: Yeah, they got went away at the Dodo. They they got uh, bought out by an umbrella company called Vionet. 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 Vianet. And Vionet, um, and Vionet owns uh, Security Alarm Corporation down uh-huh. south. Uh, in I believe it's Eugene or Albany, Albany. Oh, oh it's okay, SAC. Okay, yeah, uh, are you, right. Yeah, so uh, basically, they ended up turning the Portland branch of Allied Fire and Security into SAC. Okay. Um, they ended up, of course, leaving the the existing office. Mm-hmm. I don't know where they went to because after the buyout changes started happening, I was like,
0: Peace I remember, out. I remember the the instability. Kind of, you were like, oh, I don't know where to go. I don't know where to go. This is not working out. Yeah. Because it was it was bad. Because the PM you were working for, you really really liked.
1: Yes. Her name is Tammy Graham. Tammy. One of... Because you
0: had nothing but positive things to say about,
1: oh, about yeah. her. Oh, yeah. She is amazing. One of the best PMs I have ever worked for. And then she became the um, branch manager as well as a PM because the existing branch manager just went, poof, I'm out. <laughs> before <laughs> Punch, the buyout. punched. <laughs> yeah, just be, even before the buyout. Um, so yeah she she was one of the best people yeah you. Had, you i see for. you
0: every time i talked to you you were like is there a, do you know where tammy like i like tammy she needs to go i need to go where she goes or I, or or she needs to go or i go or something yeah did, is she still in portland or did she wind up going to uh sp-
1: well, she lived up in vancouver i think uh-huh. at that point um I don't know where she's at at this point. God, I'd like to know, I'd, kinda, like to, I'd like to have her on the show. I haven't reached out to her in we a sh- while. You should reach out to her, let's
0: have her on here.
1: Um, but yeah, her background is extensive too. Okay. She's she's worked uh, a lot of different sectors like? in the industry. Uh, as as far as just like the, the different positions, she, she mm-hmm. was in, uh, a tech for ADT. That's where she mainly got her start oh, no from, kidding. The, from the oh, well stories then, yeah. she's so told she me. So she got yeah. a good base. Yeah, Yeah, and then uh, she went into management and sales, and she's done sales, and I think I think actively right now she's a, a sales rep. Huh. So selling systems for I would ADT. love to talk
0: to her. Oh, we should bring some sales pe- people on. I mean, we know Lauren and,
1: yeah, and I, Bree. And... It would always be really good to at least hear from all the different sectors of the industry. I would do Not that. Not just the, I would talk the to technicians and managers. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's a
0: great idea. Yeah. Can we make that happen? <laughs> I got a thumbs up. <laughs> awesome. So, uh Allied uh uh kind of biffed it in the Portland market. I mean, Sac. I I don't see Sac up here. Are they up here at all?
1: Um they might be, but they're they're far few in between. They yeah. have uh dark uh charcoal gray wrapped Ford Transit Connects vans.
0: I don't think I've seen those.
1: Yeah, I think I've seen one, but I don't I've know. Seen Hughes. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen one in a long time, so they're mainly yeah. down south. Okay. So I think the the Portland area just kind of like got absolved, and they may have just like sold off Man, accounts it's a or a big something. pie to walk away from. There were so many accounts in this area. Yeah, yeah, they good had stuff. In, in and Portland and, Metro and, and, and Allied Washington. had
0: had a had a good reputation, you know, in in the safe. And locksmithing business as well. It was them in Alaska were huge, you know?
1: Yeah, and that's how the company got started. It was Safes and Locks. Yeah. Yeah, and and the, their uh, their headquarter branch was in Spokane. Okay. So they went from Spokane, oh, Spokane to Spokane Seattle, the and then yeah. they came down into the Portland area to get the Portland Metro and, and Vancouver Longview markets.
0: Hmm. Oh, well. And then where? So then you went to...
1: So while I was at uh, Allied Fire and Security, I... Uh, was fortunate enough to call a coworker, uh, or call one of the uh, instructors of the apprenticeship program, a coworker, mm-hmm. James Spearing, who used to do the security class. Mm-hmm. And uh, so he worked there uh, for about a year before the buyout happened. Mm-hmm. And uh, then he
0: and he was a manager there, right? He was a supervisor. no. He was a field tech. Oh, like he was me. a tech. Yeah.
1: Okay. yeah, yeah. We worked side by side.
0: Oh, I didn't know that.
1: Yeah, I, I thought it was... he was
0: always. I always always pictured James as some sort of. <laughs> Guy in charge.
1: Oh, he gives <laughs> he, that vibe. <laughs> he does. He totally
0: gives the vibe. Like, like, don't mess with me, man. I'm, I'm not just, I'm not just, uh you know, the worker bee here.
1: Yeah, you know, he gave that vibe. I learned a lot from that, that, that man. He's um, a good guy. He is a great guy. Yeah. He, he's, he, he cares, a lot. Yeah. He cares a lot. Um, so you call up James? I didn't have to call up James. He, he, he left Allied just before I did, cause I didn't have anything like ironed out yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he went to JCI and like Oswego, uh, working for their se- security domain. Mm-hmm. And he told me to apply. And so I did. Nice. I applied, had an interview, and then it was done with Allied, and the next day working at JCI. Oh no. Didn't skip a beat.
0: <laughs> that fast,
1: huh? Oh yeah, that fast.
0: See ya. <laughs> So now once you get to JCI, you were doing security for them and then fire or both?
1: So it was primarily security covering intrusion, access control and CCTV. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and then we still did fire jobs. Okay. So um, I, at JCI, I really got a lot of big jobs under my belt like? for security and fire.
0: For, and did you work on Bosch there or just uh, DMP uh, again?
1: I touched a few Bosch there, and I unfortunately got certified in Bosch Did there. you really? Yeah. I got certified in DMP there, certified in the Simplex panels there. So they, cert-
0: so they were really, like, they wanted you to get certified and stuff. Did, were you certified with Ally? Did they make sure that you got certified or that you uh, just- They got me
1: certified in Potter. Uh-huh. So that's where I got my Potter cert. Um, and then they got me certified in AutoCall.
0: I did not know that. Yeah, the really? reboot.
1: The reboot. Rebooted the name through JCI. Okay. Yeah, because they rebooted AutoCall. Okay. Um, which is basically just a rebranded simplex panel. So, for those who don't different... know
0: who, what AutoCall is, AutoCall, um, there was a Thorn AutoCall, which was a British system. And then and then AutoCall kind of retooled. And now you can take out a simplex 4100 plus or, or maybe a 4100ES and drop in an auto, not an ES, just a plus.
1: No, you can't even do that.
0: No, that's what they told us. That PSI was that yeah you could take out a 4 to 100 and drop in an auto call and it'll talk to all the devices is nope. that not is that tell me so when I was getting
1: certified in the tra- at the training um we asked that question sure of like okay will the simplex field devices actually communicate with an auto call panel no nope. it's Boo. a completely different communication format really uh-huh. Do the smoke detectors look
0: the same or they?
1: Everything looks exactly the same. It <sighs> just have a worst. different protocol that it communicates on. And <laughs> the reason why JCI did that is because they didn't want to take away from their own market. They just wanted well, no, to get that. force into a new market. So I, they didn't, I, I, they didn't so want their dealers going uh, in and replacing any of their, their own panels.
0: Right. With auto call Yeah. And... They wanted okay, so, it to be so it doesn't, so unfeasible. It doesn't, yeah, so it doesn't. Yeah, that's yeah.
1: a good word. For it. <laughs> unfeasible when you tell the customer. Let's talk oh, about yeah, the we can replace yes. that. But all the field devices have to be oh, replaced. Oh shame! As well. The only
0: thing you get to keep is the wire and the <laughs> walls. That,
1: oh man! Yeah,
0: does AutoCall have the the addressable Nacs like SimpLex does? Yes, or?
1: the the AutoCall started with the ES series. Okay. So 4007 ES and the 4100 ES.
0: And they actually call it that.
1: The Autocall 4100 ES. So
0: it is is really like the EST KIDA stuff. Like we have VSVM and then EST3. Mm -hmm. And they're not, well, except that some of the KIDA stuff is compatible with EST, I think. No, no, I don't. No, it's not. It's a different different protocol.
1: protocol And they also have different looking devices. You so can't not, any, not all of them are the stranger same. Stranger looking than yeah, so Est three. So I mean, a, a control relay looks like a, uh, um, a Silent Night one. Oh okay. Yeah, it physically kind of liked, looks like it. I always like liked
0: the, the Est stuff because it was so it was so tiny. Yeah. It's like, here's your CR. Don't just CRH. Don't break it. Don't break it. <laughs> It's tiny little thing. Like, especially the CRHs, you're like because inch that's and a quarter for, by
1: inch and a quarter. For by For those half who are inch. not fire
0: people, shame on you. No, if you're <laughs> if you're not a fire monkey, uh, CR stands for control relay, and a CRH is a high, you know, one that can switch on 120 volts if you wanted to. So it's got a way to isolate it uh, so that the 120 doesn't um, bleed over under the uh, SLC. But these things are what would you say two inches by. By an I think inch they're like and a half by three quarters of an inch. I think it's
1: an inch and a half by inch and a half by half inch. Oh, they're tiny. they tiny. You yeah. could put
0: a whole, you could put three or four in your pocket. <laughs> Easily. Where, where Simplex is like, you can kill a brother with a large, like a Zam. Yeah. You oh, yeah. could, you could take a monkey out with that. That's a, that's a big, that's a big tool. But the, I mean, yeah. the newer stuff, the RIMs were smaller, but they're not like that. You know, they're not like Elfin. No. Itty bitty things. Anyway, I digress. So I, uh, but I did always think that that was pretty cool that, that EST had some pretty advanced electronics in their fuel devices, you know?
1: Yeah. Especially for when EST came out. Yeah. Oh yeah. 30 plus years ago. EST three. It's been a while. Yeah. It's insane. And they, they hadn't really changed much about it. They just kind of made some, some newer parts a little bit more efficient.
0: Yeah. It's kind of a good, kind of a good thing. But so the, so the kita is different obviously than the, than the EST three, but I'd have to ask Bryce, which I'll have to get him on here at some point. Yeah. Cause he knows like if there's any income, what stuff's compatible and what's, I don't know. I
1: forget. He has that so memory. He's got yep. all
0: that crap and memorize. There's nothing that guy doesn't know. <laughs> so, um, okay. So you, you started to work on autocall. So did you actually work on the simplex side or just the autocall side?
1: Well, Autocall call was the only at Allied Fire and Security. We never, oh, okay, we I, never I'm, actually got to do anything with it. Okay, I I, I thought
0: that you meant that, but I my brain said, okay, well, you got the JCI, and then they taught <laughs> him auto call, which I thought was awkward, but no, okay, got it. So you learn Autocall at at Allied, but then it it never really it
1: fizzled. Yeah, nothing nothing ended up coming of it because when the buyout happened, uh, they kind of put a stop to the big projects. Not bad. They they wanted to do. Uh, nothing but like small, commercial and residential installs for RMR. So they wanted to do those nice R- little. Let's, let's define RMR. Oh, R- RMR monthly recurring revenue. Or recurring monthly R- revenue. That one.
0: R- recurring monthly RNR, re- right? Yeah. RMR. RMR. Yeah. RMR.
1: Yeah. Sales yeah. term. <laughs> Sa- sales term. <laughs> sales term.
0: It's like a return a ROI. It, it's like, right, what's the ROI on that? What the hell's an ROI?
1: Or the RUI.
0: What? Yeah, there you go. Yeah. That's an inside simplex joke right there. So so, uh, no auto call. You go to JCI, and then they teach you simplex. Then you, then you step up to the big leagues and start working on... Because yeah. before then, it's been Potter Silent Night. Yeah, but there was way. a fake out.
1: <laughs>
0: Wax eloquent. What let's get you there?
1: certified so that when you're on call, you can deal with it.
0: Oh, oh, <laughs> really? Yeah. So it wasn't like let's go install
1: it. Let's yes. Just... No, no, no. The fire domain simplex side didn't want to give away their installs. No. Why would All they right. want to do that? No. So we did uh, like add-ons. So uh, the simplex side would subcontract their security domain side JCI in order to do like cable pull-ins mm-hmm. or uh, just small tenant improvement add-ons, I'm kidding. remodels um, for for the that stuff. So if you did have a true alert circuit, the addressable notification, um, then we could do it because you could get into the programming and do it. We had the program, we had the dongle, we had the entire library of all the different revisions mm-hmm. of the software that you needed. Which now, is that, now that you
0: say that, I know what you mean. Because mm-hmm. there was that program that launches all the different versions that that guy built. And I, I we set it up on one of our, we only have one programming computer. It's a long story. And, and Ralph is helping me. And he goes, okay, you need to have this program which helps you figure this out. Cause if, if you open up with the wrong revision, it'll upgrade it. And then your system may not be handled as a whole thing. Yeah. So I was like, Oh my God.
1: Very similar to EST. Dude, I spent, I spent
0: seven hours trying to set up simplex software on our laptop, our new laptop. And I about broke down in tears. I, I, Ralph was like, they're there. I'll, I'll get a guy from the job that can do this. I yeah. forgot more about DOS than, than I need. I mean it's it's in it, it is incredibly difficult to figure out. Yeah. And I have some computer savviness, a little bit, not enough to warrant that. Like, nah. I mean, I just went home and I don't drink, but had I been a drinker, I would have gone home and drank. <laughs> a lot. But I don't. That's so good. I didn't. Anyway so now I know what you mean you could hit, you could push that button and it launches the program automatically and you're like wee <laughs> <laughs> yeah now what because they all kind of look the same
1: they do there's just a bunch of numbers with a bunch of dots in different locations and Ugh.
0: you just gotta choose the right one yeah if you saw our archaic programming computer yeah you could crack nuts with this thing it's a big <laughs>
1: <laughs> almost military grade dang man <laughs>
0: Well, what we're trying to put the program on is one of those armored laptops like you see the cops carry. Yeah. You know, that you can kill a brother with one of them. Um, But that's not what we have now. We have like a pull start Dell. And it's got an old, an old like load (laughs) of windows on it because you know, you can't put it on the network and then Microsoft pops up about every 10 seconds to remind you that this is a pirated version, which it's not. Thanks Microsoft. Thanks Bill. But anyway, I digress. So,
1: so it's almost like the EST2 laptop at PSI. Yeah, exactly <laughs> the
0: one laptop. I need that.
1: Windows 98. Win-
0: <laughs> ME <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, I was a when, when, when I worked at, at OHSU the first time, they painstakingly moved us from Windows 3.11 to 95, 95 to, to like, I don't know, XP. Or maybe it was two thousand. I think it was two thousand. And I was the last one of the last three people. Like there was only twelve thousand people that worked there at the time, and I was like one of the last three people to convert over from two thousand to XP. Like every time the IT lady showed up, I'm like, no, too important. I would like throw myself on the machine, and (laughs) so I kept gaffing her and gaffing her and gaffing her. And the ITG people at OHSU, they do not screw around. Like there's only so many chances you get before they come after you with a club. You're going to get this <laughs> thing changed out. So finally she shows up. She says, you are one of the last three people on the hill who have not converted. You must go to XP and it has to happen now. I'm like, <laughs> so she puts XP on the machine. I fall in love with it. I fall in love with it. Just what was I waiting? Oh, and no, I should have been an early adopt right I had a whole nine yards. I run XP until... And nose dives into the ground. I can't like. I'm the last guy to change from XP to <laughs> <No>! new.
1: <laughs> You're not taking
0: my operating system and putting on whatever it is they went to after that. I think I was gone at that point. I think I went to another. I think it was by that point that it, it it united. But I hate changing operating systems. It is bad. Like it's, it's rough. It is. It is really seriously moving my cheese when I have to I have to upgrade. And now I have Windows 10, right? Yep. This old laptop has seven, which is why we still use it. It's why it does not, it doesn't, it, it's just, it's independent, it doesn't do anything. It doesn't go on the network or anything like that. Uh, and they're putting up with it until we get the new one program, which will be 10 eventually, or 11. But man, I don't, I like XP. Okay. Honest to God, if I could go back to XP, and you you remember on seven you could like, do you want it to look like XP? Oh, yeah. I want it to be XP. I don't want it to look like it. I want it to work like it worked on XP. You know?
1: Yeah, it was a workhorse. Oh, my God. Anyway.
0: So then you go and you... So they teach you 4100. hmm Painstakingly. No, unwillingly.
1: Well, they they did it with the intention of just us being able to do it if we needed to for 41, or 4100 and 4,007. Nice ES panels. I've only um, worked
0: on one four thousand and seven. I like them, and it was really cool. It I was like really em. those nice. touchscreens yeah.
1: are very legit. You can get lost pretty easily, but when, once you get the hang of it, yeah. it it's just a real nice tool to have.
0: And we don't have anything like that. Everything we have on the hills is ESU or 4100+. plus. There and there's some NDUs, but none of them have that fancy. That newfangled graphic screen. We don't have any of that stuff, man. <laughs> we have we have our TSWs, which you know does that, but but not not the fancy screen. Like OSU has the fancy forty one hundreds with those. Maybe they're maybe they're four thousand sevens. I don't know.
1: Uh, I mean, the four thousand sevens look like the same size as a forty ten, an old forty.
0: They must be. They must be that. Yeah. I saw them and I played with them and I'm like, oh, those are really cool.
1: You can, you can get them in that, that uh, off gray, but they're usually the red cabinets yeah. that I've seen. Good so stuff. So I then worked on, more, on more simplex at PSI than I ever did at JCI.
0: No, no way. Seriously?
1: Uh, seriously.
0: I remember we had our butts handed to us at, at the high school. <laughs> what's, yeah. What's, what's oh, this game? Oh,
1: man. We don't need to talk about you that, place. Be, That's a bad day over Though there. Though I found some serious ground faults left and right over there. Yeah. found yeah. a lot of it.
0: Yeah, we, we, we ran into that on a, a 40-20 we replaced and put in a SK when I worked at PSI at, oh. a, at, a, at a particular school in a particular community, which I won't mention. And I was explaining this to a, to a guy today. There was a ground fault on one of the MapNet circuits. That's how old it was. And <laughs> Because it was like a like a positive ground fault, the technician instead of clearing the ground fault added a bonding jumper to the opposite polarity to pull the to pull the voltage back towards the middle. So it means he must have had a potentiometer and figured out, oh well, this would be like seven k would pull it this way. Or got fourteen lucky. bonding jumpers later. <laughs> Oh my we kept finding them. I wasn't finding them, but the other, like the like Jim was and Andres was, and they kept finding these these these, these resistors to ground on the map net, on wow. the SLC to to keep it, you know, centered more towards the the, the middle of the voltage, and uh, and so basically, the map net channel was running at full tilt because it had you know all these different taps to ground to try to keep. All you had to do was pull the, the ground plug. If you really wanted to just ignore the ground faults, there was an easier way to do it. But the fact that they were getting ground faults on both negative and positives, and then not clearing them, was, was an, I don't know who did it. I don't think it was Simplex that did that, because they wouldn't, They you know, their, their techs are too good for that. was yeah. some other trunk slammer or something. And then we replaced it, three, four channels of Simplex MapNet with three channels of <laughs> Silent Night SLC.
1: <laughs> oh god
0: this is a nightmare yo
1: 5820 XL oh
0: yeah at least we had that going for us yeah yeah and that that's was a, still that's a silent that's, that's a robust yeah yeah if we'd have been a 6820 I'd yeah we have, don't talk about 6820 I'd have just no I'd have just given up I'd start drinking again seriously <laughs> it was bad man but anyway we got it up and running it was a voice evac we had to add like um, you know 100 watts of voice to it and ugh have you you probably been there, I'm sure you have.
1: Probably. Yeah.
0: Anyway, so you go to work on um, on the four uh four thousand sevens, forty one hundreds, and then what other? And then you talked about Bosch. You got some Bosch certifications. I didn't know that. I would have used you if I'd known you had Bosch.
1: Huh. I, I, oh. I didn't tell you for a reason. Yeah, you didn't <laughs> tell me for an absolute good reason, because
0: <laughs> I sent you there on several jobs. Uh, anyway, so you work for JCI, and then... well,
1: um, there, JCI there, was uh, where I really got under my belt for the install side, uh, mm-hmm. just massive jobs, and, and running massive jobs. And we're talking uh, starting out with uh, you know, 100,000 square foot facilities, mm-hmm. um, and then we're moving up to 250,000 square foot nice. facilities, multiple systems at each of these locations. And then it went up to five hundred thousand square feet, three systems, intrusion, CCTV, access control. I remember you
0: talking about that one.
1: Yeah, that that was a that was a really fun one. Um, I learned a lot from running that that job in particular. Mm-hmm. I had a fantastic crew. Um, that was that was working into it some some real new blood, and uh, I had Jesse on that job. Mm-hmm. Um, so, that that I learned a lot on that one, and then uh, the biggest project I've worked on to date million square feet. No kidding. Silent night system, two networked together sixty eight twenties.
0: And that's the one you took the three out, right? Yeah, the, I the took an EST so three. So the EST that three, three that, that we have in the lab for teaching at some point, whenever it gets fired up. Mm-hmm. Which that'll be Gary's job at this point. Yeah, <laughs> uh, we'll. Uh, that came from that particular facility so
1: yeah right. yeah it did it did and it was installed in 2005
0: yeah that that stuff has some long life I mean it, it really does. does
1: it does and it, it. I mean when I was uh, replacing it um, of course I did to keep both systems live so mm-hmm. I was constantly programming as I cut over SLC legs um, but that system had 23 ground faults on it
0: nice well played
1: 23 uh, and I'm and it was only covering 350,000 square feet of that building. No kidding. So this was- So uh, they didn't have
0: mapping on at that point. Did they have mapping on?
1: Uh, I wouldn't remember. Uh-huh. I didn't know anything about EST back then. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think you sent me the point list so I could actually- Yeah, because you sent over. me a copy of uh, the database and we pulled yeah, it up or something. Yeah, off the thumb drive. Yeah. 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 Which was a huge help, thank you. Sure, no problem. Again.
0: Man. I like helping technicians. And if you need help, well, you know.
1: Call Mike Brooks. <laughs> Call <everybody laughs> Email else
0: Mike Email Mike Brooks. Email Mike Brooks. At least I don't get calls in the middle of the night.
1: Right. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so I'm up on the roof, and this thing will. I have gotten calls in the middle of the day, you know, mostly about duct detectors, which, do you have a hammer? Hit them with a hammer many, many times. That would make me feel better. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, deck detectors can be a pain in the oh butt. My God, what a terrible design. Pain in the butt.
0: So you uh you get to pretty big systems, you leave you eventually leave JCI. Now now James goes to a different company. I don't know if we can say which one he's at. Uh, probably not.
1: Probably be safe not to, actually. Yeah. Um, Yeah, so I mean, James went to JCI first, and he became the supervisor. Mm -hmm. Uh, So he he was still my coworker, just also my boss. (laughs) I get it. But uh, he was he was a fantastic supervisor. Always cared about uh, what we needed to get the job done, Mm -hmm. or to stay safe, or if we needed tools to get things done. And he he would come out into the field and. You know, spend time with us and have have meetings with us on sites, especially if we had the uh, bigger projects with multiple systems, nice. which I pretty consistently had. So I saw him a lot mm-hmm. out in the field. Um, but yeah, yeah, he he uh, left JCI um, before me, mm-hmm. um, not of his own choice. Yeah, it happens because it was during. The beginning of COVID, so.
0: Oh, that's a fun time.
1: Yeah, a lot of things happened at JCI at the beginning of COVID. So. Yeah. A lot of
0: things happened. Period.
1: Yep. I mean, like COVID, the traffic was the better. <laughs> For a long time.
0: Man, the traffic was so good when COVID was happening. When all you people were at home <laughs> and the rest of us <laughs> were out working, because <laughs> I would work Non-stop. from home some days, <laughs> but you know, like you would drive and to work, and if i like. If it was a 15-minute drive when there's no traffic, it was 15 minutes at 7. Yeah. It didn't – there was nobody on the road. We're like, yay. And now we're right back to where we were. Oh, my God.
1: Yep. It's
0: the yep. worst. Portland traffic is I, – I, sh- I shouldn't complain because Portland does not have traffic like other Seattle places. Yeah. or LA, L.A. or San Diego, but yep. still. Yep. It's a miniature traffic issue but it it really
1: has a big impact it still. Has a big
0: impact. I had to drive through Lake Oswego today. I'm just going to say that right now. I I couldn't go across the Smellwood Bridge. <laughs> I had to go through Lake Oswego. I mean, I felt like I should have got a you know, a, a frappuccino or something for that.
1: Yeah, something froofy.
0: Yeah. No, I mean, I just blew right there like I like I owned the place.
1: <laughs> anyway
0: so why did you leave JCI to well I don't know if you want to say that but you came to to psi I hired you at psi
1: yeah and and I mean the truth of the matter is is I I attempted several times to get to psi and work with you um over the years I think it was like three tries. I think it was three yeah uh, three tries and then the fourth one it fourth one I actually worked or was it the third one and I think and I, think, I
0: think that everything had to be right I think the, yeah, yeah I mean it's so, pay so has I, to be, pay has to be there and when, you know.
1: when the when uh allied fire and security had some changes before they got bought out mm-hmm. um i was looking and i contacted you and you you said uh, that you didn't quite have a position available right. yet and then i i got offered a of course a, a raise and a slight promotion mm-hmm. uh kind of based off of a uh if this happens then you get it Nice. but it was kind of hard to see if that was actually legitimately going to happen um but i trusted the guy and it ended up being that i shouldn't have trusted him and the opportunity for psi yeah. you know came and went and uh then when i was at uh jci um i attempted once and there was no position available yeah. at all
0: because we weren't at a growth Point then,
1: right. You guys had to had hit max capacity. Hit the, yeah, had we had the perfect amount of people. Yeah, but yeah. there was a
0: point when they changed, when they changed the equity partners. That then it then it was then it was on. Then the throttle was on, and we were hiring, and you know, and it made sense then.
1: Yeah, you and I, I was uh, one of the last few hires at the end of that massive hiring spree. <laughs>
0: yeah, I met a lot of. <laughs> I made. I, I had a hell of a team because like I looked at it as coaching I still look at it as coaching. This is why I'm still talking to everybody there. I don't I don't have a, I don't have an axe to grind with PSI. I'm happy with them. But the um but the um the team, the dynamic that we built really it it showed like, you know, bringing Jim over and you know, and Gary and and you know, being a part of that cuz I certainly didn't do it all. It was you know, it was Charles and, and, and a lot of organic stuff that happened and Sean. But you know, everybody got together, started just kicking ass. I mean, it's the best way to put it. Oh yeah. And I felt like, wow, I'm on top of the world here. We're slaying dragons everywhere I look, you know? Yeah. And this can't this can't go wrong, yay. <laughs> yeah. So how long have you worked for PSI?
1: Uh, I worked I, I started at PSI uh December of 2020 right before Christmas. Yeah. Um
0: at 2020 was a tough year.
1: That 2020 was a tough year. It was um especially at, at JCI. At yeah. JCI it was it, it was rough. I have my reasons for it being rough. It wasn't rough for everybody, but mm-hmm. you know, I had my reasons for it being rough. Um but the move to PSI was probably the best thing that's happened to me nice. in my career thus far. Um, so, a huge thank you to you. Oh sure. Um, but you know, going over to PSI, feeling like the new kid on the block, you know, mm-hmm. being all you know timid and and everything, and then uh, you know, you just kind of threw me at stuff, and I yeah, just I don't went mess and around,
0: man. Get out and get to work.
1: <laughs> so well,
0: that and you went to three school, so you picked up yeah. the three.
1: Yep, picked up EST three, and you picked
0: that up with a you know which was in easy. A big way. Yeah, it
1: yeah. was easy since I had already gone through autocall and mm-hmm. Simplex, and it's it's so, really not that so different. So let me take
0: let me take a look at this. So you've got underneath your belt, you had DMP Potter Silent Night Firelight Auto Call Simplex EST, right? Uh huh. And and I haven't even mentioned are teaching together and all that other stuff. I'll get yeah. that in a second. Um, what other brands are you working on? That 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 I think that's about it. You don't really work. The, on Those are the, the, the sc-
1: those are at least the certifications. Mm-hmm. Um, I've I've worked on several different manufacturers for camera systems. OpenEye, right. right. which I'm glad I don't work on those anymore. They're issue prone. Okay. Um, Vivotech, probably one of the best. Uh, lower end but not super low they got a wide range of uh, capacities for uh, four things a uh, French-based company um, and they do everything from you know small four camera systems all the way up to like o status mm-hmm. traffic cameras they're big
0: the professional stuff yeah so
1: they, they they go they go big and they mm-hmm. have a cloud-based VMS, set up. What's a VMS? Uh, virtual management software. Okay. So it, it's basically a camera client software that can be located on a computer wherever, mm-hmm. or a server wherever, and you just log into it. Hmm. It's, it's massive, mm-hmm. and you can house, you can link up uh, a lot of different NVRs, n- okay. network video recorders.
0: So, and then they can pick and choose, you can pick and choose what you want the NVR to record.
1: Locally? Yeah, but like like the NVR in itself is a camera system, mm-hmm. and you just uh, you program the cameras oh, to I it see. and everything, but the, the virtual management software you can take and have multiple NVRs <laughs> connected to that VMS. Ding. So you can literally, if you're a, a big company that has a multiple locations and a, every single location has uh, NVRs to it, you can then, from corporate, watch everything, huh. review all footage.
0: So then... Yeah, because we talked about access control stuff and mm-hmm. cameras. So w- let's back up a little bit. When did you get involved? Because after you turned out, you rolled back as a as an instructor first, or did you go to did you go to the JATC committee? Which one did you do first?
1: Uh, so I carded out, um, and then a year later, I joined uh, the JATC committee for okay. the IAC apprenticeship program. Um, and I, I guess it was uh, two thousand eighteen.
0: Yeah, that's, that's when I quite started quite a while that. ago. So two years before you came. Yeah, because I got my card in
1: 2017. Okay. Um. So 2018 is when I started that.
0: So kids, I want you to look at the timeline here. You carded out in 2017, which means you got involved in 2014,
1: right? Th- Thirteen.
0: 2000. So you've been involved had, in the industry since 2000. Of, uh, so you're work. nine years in the industry.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Nine years in the industry. Yep. You carded out in 17. You joined the committee in 18. Mm-hmm. You've got. This list that I've written down here uh-huh. of devices that you work on, and we haven't hit them all.
1: Nope.
0: Right? <laughs> now you roll back as an instructor to teach integrated systems, correct? Yes. And you took that over from James?
1: Uh, no. Uh, integrated systems didn't used to oh, exist. Oh, didn't, it didn't exist at all. It, so That's it right. was CCTV, and I took that away from John. Okay. So John, John was done teaching. He had stuff changing and he was mm-hmm. no longer had the time so he wanted to step down and that was Bell. and he was on the John committee Bell. with us right John Chandler oh John Chandler John Chandler the
0: hell am I thinking of bill
1: for I don't know I don't know either I don't know I'm
0: old <laughs> so John Chandler
1: got it John Chandler um so we were on the committee and that was mm-hmm. part of the discussion of the committee that night and I was like I'll do it okay and so the process of course to become an instructor is you have to become a substitute first. Mm-hmm substitute a few classes and see how you do because the students review you as a substitute. Mm-hmm. And so um, with how it worked out in the timeline of the class, I became a substitute midterm.
0: Okay.
1: So midterm and then um, at that point I got to substitute two two classes. Okay. And then uh, the end of the term was coming up and week 12, um I got to substitute for John. Okay. So I substituted the the last class basically or second to last class week 11. Mm-hmm. Um and just you know started to get the feel of what the curriculum was for that class as mm-hmm. CCTV which it was extremely outdated because the the curriculum book was from 2012.
0: I mean that's still using old technology. Right? Extremely old. Yeah. It, like
1: it, IP was still new, right. In that book, which like IP's the you know were they the, using the coax
0: cameras at that point or
1: yeah it, it talks about coax cameras very heavily and it talks about uh you know just a single camera and a monitor, like you would see in convenience stores back in the day.
0: Yeah, no.
1: Yeah, that's it. Yeah. No, no actual long, recording long whatsoever. Time,
0: long time ago. <laughs> it's like it's like the industry moves and then the instructors and the teaching materials don't. It's, it's what I've noticed. Yeah. and I mean, I, I know. Like my, my course is old. It's old. I don't have any new books to teach from. They don't exist. Yeah. So it's like, you know, here I am. Like you need about... to create them or something. <laughs> oh,
1: yeah. <laughs> With all oh, the time you have.
0: Yeah. It's got to crank it out.
1: So <laughs> a- after substituting his class, I then took on CCTV mm-hmm. the next term. Because this was fall uh, term. Mm-hmm a no, winter term. This was winter term. Uh, so then I was going to become an an actual full-blown instructor spring term of 2019. And, of course, that's when COVID started. Nice. So, uh, the apprenticeship took spring term off because we had to convert to online. We and sure did. Yeah, we did. We sure did. <laughs> so That's um, where we
0: got to discover the
1: Moodles. Yeah, the Yay. Moodles. The moodles.
0: I know. I'd have my doctor remove mine.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I still got mine. <laughs> God. So, I mean, so he, the, the way I uh, proposed me being an instructor for the CCTV classes, I was like, this this stuff is extremely outdated, mm-hmm. and if nothing has changed in the other classes, I see that there's a, a lack in these other subjects as well. Mm-hmm. So access control used to be, you know, kind of a part of the security class. And so I was like, you know what? It's not covered enough. I'd like to pull it from the security class and put it in my class. Hmm. And so therefore, automatically, with those two different systems, I can't call it CCTV.
0: No, no, and that's a good name for it, though.
1: Uh, so with without it being, you know, called CCTV, I also wanted to pull in control relays. Because mm-hmm. I feel relays, are completely misunderstood for apprentices. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'll I'll explain why later, but I also want to update how we are going towards IP networking as well, because everything's heading the internet or a network. And so I wanted to go over IP networking basics Mm -hmm. so that everybody can at least understand, okay, this is how you change your IP address. This is what an IP address is. This is why you have it.
0: This is what your IP config looks like when you yeah, pull it up. Exactly. Of the windows, These are the different things is, in the, the, the IP, IP configuration. Stack. Yeah, yeah.
1: So I wanted to to do that, and I would break it down into its uh, absolute basic form as well, mm-hmm. because I try as an instructor to teach in all the different aspects of learning, and in our industry, there's you know three major ones that are prevalent. You have uh, visual learners. Mm-hmm then you have hands-on learners, and then that kind of mix the audio learners and and, uh, uh, reading learners Mm -hmm. together. Uh, So I tried to structure my class that way as best as possible to cover all of those aspects so that no apprentice should hopefully feel left out or like they can't get the subject matter.
0: Now, you included labs I and I know that a you, lot of labs. you put a lot of money and time into the labs. And I had nothing. How did, the, how did the students react to your labs?
1: When we actually came back into in person, mm-hmm. um, when I open up the night, right first first night of class, and I tell tell them how many labs we're doing, they're like, "You're not joking, right?" No. This is the way I structure my class. We mm-hmm. do. You know, roll call, we do a lecture on a subject, and then we go to the lab and we do it. Nice. Because then it's going to sink in. Because that way, for that one subject, without fitting in any hits, additional that hits
0: information... all three, the audio, the visual, and the hands-on. mm mm-hmm. Because we also
1: have book homework that's all at home, mm-hmm. right? So there's reading homework that's a good, and questions. That's a good way to look at it. So, yeah, in lecture, go do the lab, we go into that lab only for that subject that we talked about. Yeah. Okay, so I start out with access control as the first subject of the class for the first few weeks. Um, so that we go over the access control, we do it, you know, the basics lab. Mm-hmm. What is a card reader? What is a, a request to exit device? You know, l- electric locks, all of that, that stuff, control panels, uh, and go through all of that stuff And I have them, you know, wire up a card reader, wire Mm -hmm. up a door contact, actually get their hands in it. Because not every apprentice has ever touched an access control system. That's a good call. And so, and then there's, of course, apprentices that have, and that's like all they do. So Mm -hmm. they, of course, they excel and they're done really quickly, which that's perfectly fine. Um, But it also allows me the opportunity to have other apprentices teach other apprentices. Pass on that knowledge. That's a great idea. Um, and, of course, having nothing for that lab, I had to throw a lot of money at it. Mm-hmm. Luckily, nobody, no other instructors had spent money in a long time, so there was a lot of uh, available money.
0: That's what it's there for.
1: Which was good, because I, I, I spent a large sum. A large sum, because I had to put five access control panels in there.
0: Mm-hmm. And, and your lab is honestly dialed in.
1: It, it's almost it's, completely it's done.
0: Really, it's really cool. Almost
1: completely yeah. done. Um, but, you know, with as much as I needed to do to make the lab work in its mm-hmm. full capacity, which is big, it's big. Yeah. Right. Um, I broke the bank. Well,
0: that's all right. Yeah. That's what the banks I mean, were there for. I,
1: I, I just kept asking, you know, for money and money and money and money. And they finally said, nope. <laughs> like, <laughs> okay. Okay. Damn. Well, I've spent this much. <laughs> so,
0: what, what, uh, Okay, so at this point, you're working for PSI. You're mm-hmm. teaching. You're on the committee. You're installing. I didn't add ESD to the list. Here. Yeah, I did ESD to the list. And you're you've got all this. And you're not doing some. You're doing some access control. And but no, not really that. You're doing some com- camera work for PSI.
1: Very occasionally, more along the lines of intrusion. And then
0: DMP, because you already had DMP knowledge Mm -hmm. uh, when I left, I made sure that you had access to certain softwares (laughs) to help. Because I don't think they realized, yeah, just you, because someone needed to be able to pick up that ball and run with it. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I was, I was in my IT guy was handling it before me, so Jeff handled it, and he goes, "I can't deal with this. You need to take it because it's really your domain." I'm like, "Okay." What's a DMP?
1: This is
0: fun. <laughs> I'm sitting. Here, I'm playing with it. I don't know if it's going right. So I was going to you to, to find out how to make this thing operate. Find I'm like, here, just fix it. Like you're a technician, right? You work on that kind of shit. So I don't know. Am I a technician? technician? You're a technician. <laughs> you know how to fix that. Because I don't know anything about DMP. I mean, I know enough to know that that looks like something you should hire a DMP guy to do. Yeah. I mean, and DMP is a good product. I mean, we've used the communicators, obviously the Cellcom and stuff like that. But, you know.
1: Yeah, and I'll, I'll be brutally honest with DMP. Yeah. Their intrusion is fantastic. I, I have yet to have worked on a better intrusion system. Okay. Because I've, I've worked on Bosch. I've worked on Honeywell Vistas, mm-hmm. which are three, and DMP, three of the majors that are out there.
0: You've, so Demco, you've worked on a Demco. I mean, that's kind of a Honeywell.
1: It, it is Honeywell. I mean, it it's is. rebranded. Right. Um. Uh. But like DSC, I've actually mm-hmm. worked on DSC. Yeah, DSC is another big. It, one. That one is a major one out there. But you know, I have my opinions.
0: Mm-hmm. But DMP, like.
1: DMP, I absolutely love.
0: Now I know people who like the DMP Fireside quite a bit.
1: The DMP Fireside. They
0: have a fire, a whole fire.
1: They shouldn't. They do. I know no, they No, they've do. got it. It's a, I know it's they a do. fire command panel. Yeah, I've I've yeah. known
0: guys who are really good at it. But it's just Bosch has one too. Like like I've seen Bosch entire Bosch fire panels. At, yeah. Well, yeah, Honeywell. Yeah. Well don't, don't get me started there. <laughs> I, I nothing nice to say about that right now. I don't think either of <laughs> us do. <laughs> but but man, um, yeah, I, I, the where Honeywell. Destroyed me was with the Silent Night product, with the Six Thousand series. That's the one yeah. that that's the that's the one that broke me. It broke me, it broke me, and made me. Uh, matter of fact, it was. I became enamored with Potter, having driven down to the coast, down to Newport, to work on a weird problem that popped up on a Potter panel. It was bizarre. It was like it was like a count two failure, okay? So normally you have account one account, two. but it was an account two failure. And what it meant was, when I got down there, because the damn book is easy to read. First, all right, I'm the manager weasel, so I'll go. So off I roll, <laughs> off I roll down to this place. I show up, I'm like, oh, I'm gonna need a book. Download the book, read the book, Book simple. Oh, huh. Oh, I'm gonna need an ethernet cable. I got one of those. I'm gonna need this program, there it is. Hot spotted it off my phone on my laptop. Nice. Opened up the program, plugged it in, it talked right away. I looked at the string, the dialer string for line two, not account two, line two. But well, basically it is account two. Account one is one one number and account two was a second number. And it was an extra comma in there and it had been there the whole time. Like whoever originally programmed it hit Oops. the comma and the machine went, oh, whatever. And and finally, two years later, three years later, that one comma affected something, either, either through the telephone exchange or the central station or something, and it wasn't working. It wasn't connecting to the central station. Wow. That was its problem. Backspace the comma, send that back to the panel, bam. It sent and cleared right there right within about 30 seconds. And I went, uh, uh, I just drove here from Portland. Uh,
1: <laughs> to delete a comma.
0: You get any food? <laughs> it's just, what you got here? What is it that you do here in Newport, Oregon? <laughs> so what is it that you do here at Enatech? So so the lady was really sweet. She was like, yeah, they totes got food down the road. I fixed a battery issue that I had. I brought a battery, replaced that, and I had nothing else to do. So here I am on this call, so I bounced around, looked at some other stuff, and fiddled with some crabs or something, and then went eight and went home. That was it, that was my day. So all that, like it was so intuitive, so easy to fix, so easy to connect to. I cannot tell you the feelings I have, the feelings of rage, that pop out of me when I can't talk to something that I have talked to just like 10 minutes before, and something has changed. There is no feeling that there are there are a string of cuss words that come out of my mouth when I just talked to a silent night panel and now I can't. And I have to restart the restart my computer and restart the node and plug it in and and sacrifice a chicken t- I have no idea what the hell's gone wrong you know or, or like when, the, I, when the, there's an ethernet connection on on new on the new SKs that that works I don't know flip a coin today it works tomorrow it don't have a nice life stuff like that it's just the inconsistencies of of some of the newer stuff just drove me insane yeah. Not Potter no nah. no nah. doesn't matter if I walk up to a PFC panel, that's a, you know, the one that's got all the pre-programmed. Like we, I walked out to an account. Matter of fact, it was Jay Judd's account when he, because he works for ABM. I walked out to his place of business. He had a little tiny issue. Pull up the panel. Pull up the book. Change, change the program, which is all done by keystrokes, which is easy for me because I'm old. <laughs> da, 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 da. Done. Bam. Solved the problem. Went and tested. It worked fine. Last last long time. Just like that. In and out in 25, 30 minutes, and then a test. I'm just like, oh. I just I'm mean, even thinking about it. I have anxiety. So <laughs> so it's like, uh, you know, that means when when you're pushed for return on investment, and you know you're pushing your technicians out to get stuff done in a timely fashion, and you have all these things happening, all these time commitments, and then you yourself, the big dog goes out, and gets stumped by a $700 panel that you can't communicate to because of, a, because of whatever, whatever, because the moon's in the wrong goddamn orbit. You don't know, you know what I'm saying? Yep. You're, and you're just completely stymied. And I'm thinking, well, I'm the manager, I should know all this stuff. My technicians are having the same problem I'm having. I don't think it's me. I don't think it's the company, but you know, you've got commitments. And so, you know, sometimes you just, you just go, that's it. That's the last, that's the last draw. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to burn down the building. (laughs) That's, that's, that's the last draw. I'll take my business to the competitor, which is what I did. I'm like, "Ah, we're not doing this anymore. We're not, I'm done. I mean, and my worst was was putting a 6000 series panel on the wall and the client, what, seven or eight weeks later calling me up going, I bought a 5820 out of California and I'm shipping it to your house, which he did. He bought one off the shelf in California, shipped it to my house and I took Jason and had Jason go and install it.
1: Replace the sixty-eight twenty with six thousand series. Wow. The guy
0: says this thing, and he—I think he took it out and threw rocks at it. He's like, "We're done with this." And he went back. He went back at technology. I mean, we covered the the costs on our end. We didn't, you know.
1: Yeah, it's it's still sad that going uh, back in technology was a better choice.
0: Yeah, I mean that's how. And this was a client goes, "What, what, what would you do if you were me?" And I said, "Oh, I'd probably get it fifty-eight twenty is what I'd do." <laughs> done i'll call you tomorrow where's your address well here it is it, it just here here comes the fedex guy or whatever are you mike yeah this is for you oh, crap
1: good luck oh god
0: anyway so you've got all this so you start off in 2013 it's now 2022 you've got an armful of panels you work on right mm-hmm. you're you've been on the committee you teach uh What's the future? What's the future for you? Cuz uh, I'm ready to vote for you to be like president or whatever.
1: What's the next <laughs> step, sir? Well, don't do that. Don't. don't. Um well, I mean the the next step for me is that, is that's, is a, a, that's
0: a next step. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the next step for me is a is a big change. Really? Um it, it is a big change. Are you pregnant? No. Oh, thank God. I'm not Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs>
0: I got that. You almost made me spit water out of my nose. Thanks a lot. I could put strychnine, strychnine in the guacamole. <laughs> anyway, what's your next step here, brother?
1: Uh, so uh, I had some family that uh, wanted to move uh, down to the Midwest. Mm-hmm. And so.
0: That's Midwest of Oregon, right? Would it be Prineville?
1: <laughs> no. no. Uh, Oklahoma. Oklahoma. <laughs> <laughs> bit be- farther. That's,
0: that's not a. That's not a real place, is it?
1: <laughs> Apparently, it is. Oh. <laughs> so, going not get
0: no more Midwest than that.
1: I don't think you can, no. except for maybe Texas.
0: We don't, we don't talk about Texas here. I heard they have their own power grid. How's that like working out for you, Texas? <laughs> 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 uh, I crack me up. Anyway, so you're going to go to Oklahoma.
1: So I call yeah, but it Oklahoma. family okay. is moving moved down to Oklahoma mm-hmm. um and uh me and my family had a discussion, me and my wife and uh we decided we're going to we're going to go down there. So um it took me uh probably 4 months mm-hmm. to really come to this conclusion. Um, to actually do it cuz i've never lived anywhere else i'm i'm born you're born, and born raised here, in oregon raised in oregon don't know anything else but liquid so sunshine you have web
0: feet yep and now you're going to go
1: have gills yep and now you're going to go to to tornado 100 and some odd degrees 80% humidity uh, my only tornado. suggestion
0: was for the love of god and all that is holy buy something with a tornado proof yep box in the garage yep or, i don't know they have some sort of anti-tornado net or some crap that they put up yep so you and your family don't get sucked into a twister
1: (laughs) yeah which would be don't want that hey but you
0: could rebuild like fire panels if they get sucked up into the twister
1: yeah yeah,
0: i could do do something like that so what are you going to work on now
1: um so it took me you know of course a while to actually come to the conclusion Mm -hmm. of uh, you know trying to go down there uh and then uh I contacted the Oklahoma IEC down mm-hmm. there, um, which is only inside electrical, because Oklahoma doesn't have a, a low voltage or limited energy apprenticeship. Um, but I just asked them for the list of low voltage companies that are down there. And uh, I recognized uh, a company that I knew was in Texas, because mm-hmm. I, I met one of the one of the techs at E3 school in Arizona from that company. Mm-hmm. and learned a lot about their company. And I from, was already very EAST interested. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was already very interested in learning more about this Yeah, and you had talked
0: of... about possibly going to Texas or Oklahoma, if I remember right. Yeah. You'd, you'd kind of pondered that for a while.
1: Yeah, it, mainly because of the you know family had been pondering about going back to Texas, mm-hmm. but then it, it became Oklahoma because of uh, it being closer to Texas than Washington.
0: Yeah, a lot
1: <laughs> love it. And also uh, my... Uh, brother-in-law had a job basically created for him mm-hmm. at, at the Oklahoma branch of the company. He he worked at up here in Portland, mm-hmm. so he took it. Finally, after six and a half, uh, seven months, you know the position was available, so they took it. They moved down. Uh, his mom and dad, my wife's parents, moved down there too. Yeah, that's a big. Um, that's
0: a that's a big. I mean, it's a big pull. I mean, honestly.
1: It is a big pull, and uh, I mean, so far it hasn't. It, nothing could have been better mm-hmm. for either of those families that are down there, because my my mother in law got a much better job in something she actually cared about in mm-hmm. physical therapy, and already got a promotion. Yeah, for. and you told me she's that only she's only been down there she's for like, like she's got two like, two two like
0: a doctorate in it or
1: masters, masters. But yeah. ma- no doctorate. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. you a doctorate. Yeah, doctorate. She got her masters and then doctorate, like yeah. super quick. Like wow. she, she just crammed. That's, it.
0: that's, that's incredible. It is, sir. it's
1: ridiculous. And I mean, yeah. she's been, she's been doing PT for a long time, but you know, so they, they moved down there and you know, we decided, and I, I called fire uh, firetrawl, mm-hmm. the company I was interested in. So I called firetrawl, um, got the wrong person, was told to send him an email. So I sent an email with a rough description of, you know, all this stuff we've talked about mm-hmm. and, uh, n- Within an hour, I got an email back from the operations manager nice. with a link, send me your resume, here's my phone number, call me when you can. <laughs> so I, I had a, a bit of a drive ahead of me between two different service tickets, and mm-hmm. um, I, I called him. Turned into a phone conversation for the entire drive. The hmm. entire drive. Um, and it was fantastic. Nice. Fantastic. I think this is the first time I've ever like not, I haven't, I've never actually not gotten a job through networking in this industry so far. Mm -hmm. This is the first time I had no networking. And also the first time I've had somebody throw a sales pitch at me. Nice. Sell the company to me. So,
0: so that. That means a lot because yeah you know you're you're putting a lot on the line you're moving your wife and you just had a kid so now you've got two kids you two kids down into a state you've never been to before mm-hmm. granted you like to fish which is good yeah love it so okay so then you've got um, all this on the line and then this company steps up to the plate you have an interview with them and then they they I take it they hired you
1: yeah. They they Good. did they were like I we we want you you're gonna fill all the gaps that we have And now,
0: I'm seeing because I know the guy at IEC I know the training agent there mm-hmm. I met him when Talked I was him. on the A and T committee yeah really 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 sweetheart guy mm-hmm. so I'm thinking that it won't take you too long before you're moving in that circle down there I really hope that you're able to set something up down there for for. Because you, I'm
1: intentionally going to seek it out.
0: I bet. because because if <laughs> 'cause if you're at the tip of the spear here of America, which is what the Northwest is for limited energy, I don't care where else you're from. Right? The mm-hmm. people in New York and Chicago are going, whatever, get out. But in Florida, well, I'd
1: say it right back, so.
0: But yeah. But you're not here. You're there. So mm-hmm. we're here. <laughs> we have a podcast. Let that be a lesson to you. But um, you know, you're really gonna go down there and, and I think show them what can be done if you train. And Oklahoma could be very well.
1: Yeah, and they they, they loved that I was in involved in the committee. Mm-hmm. They loved that I was an apprentice instructor. Yep. And they they just wanted me to come down, period. They, I, they wanted I, me I for this. I have to
0: say that in all the time I've known you, and I've known you since I would say 2000, and I wanna say 17, right? No, you turned we, out in 17. So I knew you before that. had to be 15. Yeah,
1: 2015. 15 or 14. With specialized controls yeah. and then 2016. Okay, fire so alarm,
0: yeah. I don't have that kind of a memory to remember those dates. So I've known you all that time and I've watched you grow into this field.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So you're nine years in and you're about to make this this seriously big move. Yeah. So I'm, I'm anxious to see how this how this all plays out because i think in nine years from now when i have you back on the podcast (laughs) maybe before then but i think you're gonna i think you're really gonna be uh i think you're gonna be a big shaker and mover there man i really
1: do i mean i i hope so i hope so too i'll take opportunities as they come but i'm i'm always gonna try to strive to grow yeah because I, I, I like to consider myself a student for life because there's always new things to learn. I can always improve what I already know and do. Nice.
0: I, I, I wish you nothing but luck, man. And nothing Thank you. But, yeah, I have nothing but love for you anyway, and you already knew that. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I really appreciate you sitting down with me tonight. And let's do some roundtable. Sound good? Right. Yeah. All right. Thanks for listening to the Half-Watt Podcast. We always want to hear from you, and we encourage you to email us at halfwattpod at gmail.com with questions or even your own stories. Funny, crazy, or praiseworthy, we want to hear it all. You can follow us on Instagram at halfwattpod to stay up to date on our feed. Be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And share us with a friend, the best way to help us
1: grow. The Half-Watt Podcast is a production of Now Hear This Studios.